0: Yo concrete. You made this?
1: Of Prolific Roots. Once again, I am your host, Monte, and I am here with my co host, Ricky, today. And, what, up, what up? What up? You know, once again, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we know you don't have to be here, and we are grateful that you are. And also, once again, if you're not following us on Instagram, go ahead and follow us at, at Prolific underscore Roots. And we're also on YouTube. The link to that is in the bio. And we're also on Facebook as well. So go ahead and Tap in with us there, and you can you know be notified of any new content that we drop because we got a very special episode for you guys today. And I'll Thanks. let Ricky go ahead and Thanks. introduce who our guest is today.
2: Yeah. Uh, first of all, let me under just to kind of set the set the what is it the mood I guess the tone the yeah, the tone. This is there's a reason why I'm excited uh, specifically, and this the reason why I'm excited is because. It's very rare. When I say rare, it's probably happened once in my life. Today, it's happened twice, where I walk into the room and I'm the second best dancer in the room. So, bro, (laughs) how many times have
1: you walked in a room with me?
2: (laughs) This is why, um, obviously, guys, you guys probably already know who this is. You're probably wondering who that is over there. I'm going to allow them to give a more detailed introduction as to who they are. Um, We have with us uh, a dancer. I don't even know. I feel like dancers is, is, is like a not doing you justice what should i what should I, what is the what should i give you what's the title i should give you
0: nah, dancer. a dancer cool.
2: you yeah. like that yeah so probably one of the 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 better dancers that i've seen uh lately and especially the fact that she is polynesian i mean it's uh
1: respect
0: yeah
2: respect mm-hmm. big respect to that and uh so we're grateful to have her on the show and then also uh we have with our with with her uh her mom Jeannie, and um just a real kind of uh a brief uh, update as to why we decided to have her on here. The reason why is because we we watched the. Uh, she recently did a podcast with Superfly. him. yeah. Shout out to him, <laughs> and uh, she had shared certain experiences that we felt it would be a powerful moment for us to really bring her on the t- on the show and kind of show or tell her story from a parent's perspective. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're grateful to have both of them on the show. Uh, but yeah, take this opportunity to introduce yourself and introduce your mom. And uh, you know your name, where you're from, age. Obviously, your hobby is—it's not even a hobby at this point anymore. <laughs> and then uh, you know what you like to do, maybe in your free time. I'm and from. then uh, yeah, we'll just uh, we'll go from there.
3: Cool. Um, what's up, guys? I'm Sienna Lalau. I am 19 years old. I'm originally from Honolulu, Hawaii. And this right here is my lovely mother. Her name is Jeannie Lalau. She's been. My rock ever since I've been here in LA, um, but yeah, I would say in my free time, which I feel like I have no free time anymore, <laughs> so I don't really know like what I really like to do personally. But it's just because dance is like kind of taken over my right. life like completely. So
2: okay, yeah. So, and so uh, for those of you who don't know, we are actually in her office, if you will. Yeah. Uh, this Fair is the yet. lab here yeah. in <laughs> West, where are we at right now, West Covina, West Covina. Covina. So mm-hmm. shout out to the lab for allowing us to. Yeah. To come in here and, and host this this episode for you with you guys, um, but yeah, uh, so we're just gonna we're gonna jump straight into it because I mean, there's so much that we'd like to to push out from their story, and I'm sure they're excited to uh, to share their story as well. Yay. And so, kind of just starting from the beginning stages, Sienna. I mean, why dancing? I mean, when did when when did dancing become a thing for you? And uh, you know, why did why was it something that you chose to pursue it? When did you decide and why?
3: Yeah, so um, I started dancing at four years old uh, at a studio called HyperSquad Dance Company back in uh, Hawaii. Um, I feel like from the first class that I ever took, I kind of just fell in love with it from the moment I started moving. Um, I feel like I've always, like, whenever music would come on, I would always just dance and, like, do whatever I wanted to. But I never really knew, like, what moves to do, obviously. (laughs) And so I feel like the first, like, dance class I took, I, I was like, okay, somebody's actually, like, Knowing how, to like, okay, I'm learning how to, like, actually move my body rather than just go crazy, you know? Um, so, started dancing when I was four. Um, like I said, I fell in love with it ever since I first started. And took as many classes as I could. Started to train in different styles that I've, I've never even heard of before. Um, such as, like, I would uh, train in, like, popping and um uh, what else? Crumping. Uh,
2: oh, crumping? Breakdancing. No, no I would. Start now. <laughs> i now. like we're
3: going to battle I'm We over Okay, Okay, I'm not the best crumper. No. I'm, I'm going to be real. <laughs> but I did learn. So, yeah, I took as, as many styles um, of classes that I could, whatever my studio had to offer. And I would say, like, I didn't really take dance too seriously back then um we used to compete in a lot of competitions growing up like for me we would come out here to LA but it was more for crew based things so I never really got to experience anything as an individual like learning how to yes exactly Um, so we would come out, compete in, like, World of Dance Los Angeles or um, okay. other competitions like that. And I actually never really, like, knew of the L.A. dancing or what even, like, taking a class out in L.A. was right. about. And so um, it was back in 2015 I came out here to go to um, – a dance convention called The build beast Experience, which is held by a choreographer named Wildebeest Adams. Um, he has a lot of like viral videos on right. YouTube and stuff, and he's always been like one of my biggest inspirations, I would feel like. Uh, I would say growing up, watching all of his videos and sure. stuff. So uh, I came to attend his convention, Um, I would say that I was definitely not the best dancer in the room. It was kind of like culture shock for me. I was like, yeah, I, I stepped in the room and there's so many different people from like not even just the U.S., but all around the world. And I was so scared and so intimidated. And I was like,
2: Oh, you're yeah. expecting me to dance next to
3: these people? How do
2: I follow that yeah, right no, there? The exactly. dude just did a triple backflip. Yeah. Like.
3: <laughs> no, these people were crazy too. They were like flipping all over the room. Yeah. I'm like, I can't do any of that. And I felt like that was the first time like I was, I like opened my eyes. Like, it opened my eyes to seeing, like, damn, girl, like, you're not in Hawaii anymore. Yeah. Like, this is a different scene. Like, you got to step your game up. And, um, for me, like, I was so intimidated and scared that I would stand in the back corner every single class I took because I was so really? afraid to, like, put myself out there, like, push myself to go and just show people who I was because I, I felt like I was pretty okay at that time. Yeah. Um, I would say that I definitely don't have the body control that I used, like, that I have now. I, d- I didn't have yeah. that back then. So I looked, like, just power and energy the yeah. entire time and no dynamic. Um But my parents actually got mad at me that time because every class I took, like I said, I stood in that, like, back corner, so afraid to put myself out there. And they would be like, we paid so much money for you (laughs) to come out here, you know. How are you going to, like, just stand in the back and (laughs) and and, yeah, exactly. And that was the first time that I was like, oh, they are so right. Why am I so scared to, like, go and put myself out there? And I think for me, it was just, like, growing up, my parents have always taught me to, like, you know have uh, humility and um, you know especially like from the islands too like people are so chill there people don't like go out and like do um, like outrageous things or like put themselves out there so um, when I attended that dance convention I would say that I definitely experienced a lot of different things and then um, I auditioned to be a part of their crew called I'm a Beast and I made it on so, and so okay. that kind of allowed me to come and travel out to L.A. a lot more sure. to do different projects. And when I would come to do those different projects, I would uh, go and take classes right. from everywhere else and train out here in L.A. Let, and,
2: me, uh, let me just interject really fast. So because uh, I, I think there was a moment there where I don't want to skip over. I'd like to highlight it a little bit. So you. Oh uh, yeah, go for it. There was, you, you saw all these great dancers. You, mm-hmm. you felt like you were a good dancer. And Back then you in come, Hawaii, yeah, yes. And then you mm-hmm. came to. Competitions out here in LA or whatever they were, and you saw all these dancers coming from all over the place, yep. and they were extremely talented, obviously. And you, you, you started to doubt yourself a little bit. If would you? Would yeah, just,
3: I would say I started okay. to doubt myself a little bit, um, yeah. and I would doubt kind of like my passion yeah. and my love for sure. dance too.
2: That, and so, in a sense. outside of your parents, pretty much strong on me. Hey, you better get the hell up there and <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying participate <laughs> and take care. You know what I'm saying because we spent a lot of money on this. Outside of that. What was that process like of overcoming those fears? Because a lot of people would look at it and it was like, okay, you know, maybe this is not for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Maybe yeah. you know, this is too uncomfortable, or maybe I'm, they'll look at the competition and say, yeah, there's no way that I could do that. Yeah. What was that process like for you mentally outside of you know, your parents pretty much kind of like, hey, get, get up there and, and, and participate. <laughs> yeah. What was that like for you? How did you overcome those feelings of inadequacy or mm. those feelings of doubt? How did you overcome that to become what you are now?
3: I think I had to realize that every person in that room is special for their own reasons. And for me, I had to find my own specialty and what I, what makes me me, you right, know, in a sense. Right. And so I feel like I kind of figured out that, like, dude, I bring this, like, power and this rawness what? and Dang. this energy that, like, I feel like nobody else yeah. in that room had. Let so.
2: me go, me, oh, so... In in the Bay Area, we got this thing called. You probably don't know what this is called. It's called a this Face. You heard of that? I
3: okay. I feel like I've heard of it, but I don't really. Okay. Know so, what it is.
2: uh, well, you are doing it? <laughs> yeah, you doing you doing <laughs> it perfectly, and it's 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 pretty evident to tell that you are passionate about what you're doing. I mean, you all can. the faces that you you could just tell by your face, like <laughs> literally, you are putting everything you have into every move that you do. And uh, that's the first thing I noticed when I would watch your fa- your videos. Is like, yo, the this facials. girl's doing this face, like, <laughs> and she don't even know, and she's killing it. Thank so you. I mean, the the fact that you were able to to really just notice and, and realize that that's what I bring that a lot of other dancers don't bring because, literally, I mean, I feel like if you didn't do if you did the exact same moves without those facial expressions, I don't know how hard they would hit. To be honest with you,
3: honestly, <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. No. <laughs>
1: but, uh, right, so so back in Hawaii, is it? Um, like how do you how do you, how did you get to that camp in the first place? Is it anybody can go to that or you you gotta? Well yeah, have some anybody kind
3: of can go to that. Um, it's just you gotta obviously like pay for it and everything. Right. But I actually got to go because I want a scholarship oh, to nice. go there. So Sh- he I'll had yeah the the head choreographer that created this dance uh, convention he held a competition
4: mm-hmm. on
3: Instagram to say like okay if you can like I want you guys to get whoever you can to like make a video and tell. Um, Tell us why you deserve to go to this convention. Right. And so I called up all of my friends, my family, my parents. Kind of helped me like put all these videos together. And the amount of people that just sent in videos to tell this one choreographer why I deserve to go to right. this mm-hmm. convention was just so. Everybody was it showing was mad so love. O- yeah, it was yeah. so overwhelming. I, I just it was so much love and so much support from the beginning. So um, the choreographer will to be saw. Like, this one video from my director at that time. His name is Josh And, like, my uh, director Josh was just like, dude, you need to see this girl. Like, right. you need to bring her out because, like, I'm telling you, like, you've never seen anything like her before. So right. he saw that. He was like, oh, for sure. I, I got to bring her out. So he yeah. gave me a scholarship to come out and oh, So
1: it wasn't classes. even dancing. It was just basically no, was yeah. recommendations of, like, your personality. Pretty much, yeah. And, yeah. That, was, okay. that was
4: the, con- the contest online. Because um, he had held other dance contests for people to win the scholarship, Mm -hmm. but his last one he wanted to give it to um, see, like, why people, why the person deserved a to passion. go. A passion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, like she said, everybody sent in videos. My husband edited it, put it together, and then we submitted it, and then when Wildebeest saw her, and I guess, like, and then you can search up her videos, too, as well, and then mm-hmm. that's when he's, like, so then he, he introduced her as the winner. Yeah. And so when, and, and I remember her saying, like, she wanted to go to this convention, but I'm, like, okay, it's expensive, it's yeah. LA, mm-hmm. there's right. like, airfare, a hotel. Mm-hmm. Rental and car, then, yeah. and I remember her, and then I remember her saying, like, well, if I enter this competition, if I get a scholarship can I go and I said okay if you can get the scholarship then yeah we'll definitely yeah. go because yeah. that'll help right with the cost <laughs> right. and then yeah she won and then she's like oh I guess we're all going know, <laughs> oh, great now we got to make it happen right, yeah, yeah. so I was like
2: okay hey, that's a free vacation <laughs> I mean, for you at least yeah, yeah. You know, no her, honestly but... it
4: was a
3: it was a vacation for my whole family <laughs> at that time so.
2: okay so uh, really um we got your thoughts on, you know, or you know, your experience on what it was like overcoming mm-hmm. your fears, and you know, just seeing the amazing talent that was around you and feeling like you weren't matching up to that. Yeah, mom, what was like that? What was it like for you to see all of that? And to see how your daughter was reacting to it initially, you know, scared and kind of just reserved and kind of kicking back.
4: No, yeah. So, like she said, when she was standing in the corner, the back corner, because that's where we were all sitting because they had a section for parents that wanted to watch. And so she literally was standing like right in front of us, (laughs) in front of this room that holds like, at that time, there was like six, 800 dancers in this big room, this bar room. And she would just stand in that corner and then... She would go off, and it was funny, because like, all these other parents that were sitting next to us, they didn't know she was our daughter, right. but a lot of the parents were like, who the heck is this girl? Yeah. Like, they're like, why is she back here? Yeah. <laughs> and like every time, like um, Wildebeest or the choreographers would be like, oh, give me people who just want to come and dance, and then everybody's like... Point, like yeah. pointing to her right and I'm like so I'm like as a parent I'm like okay I know what my daughter's capable of you know I've seen it and and I could tell like it was all going to her head like yeah. you know she was saying like it was intimidating to see this many good dancers in a room and stuff like that and so I just remember all these parents being like who is this girl like you know get her and then even the guy who gave her the scholarship knew she was standing in a bag and he would go up to her and be like why are you standing back here right. like you know yeah. and so I remember like after the second night like we sat her down and, and I was like what's going on like, like why we Came all the way from Hawaii for you to stand in the back corners. Like right. we we know it's something's going on in your head, and she kind of shared like she's. Intimidated. And we told her, like, you know, like, you can't compare yourself to everybody. You know what I mean? You just have to go out and do what you love to do and show people why you love to dance. And right. so so we told her the next day, like, we told her, we want to see improvement. Don't even stand in the back. <laughs> so she goes to, like, the middle of the yeah. room, but to the, <laughs> to and the, and the, and the and side. You know, like, to the and side. side. <laughs> and we're like, really? Like, okay. But we're, like, thinking, okay, that's an improvement from being in the back corner. Sure. So we knew it was getting to her head because, you know, like like she said, like, from coming from Hawaii, and then of course our Polynesian roots, like we've always taught our kids, you know, to always stay humble and all that. And to her, she felt like if she was gonna go to the front, like it was like saying, like, oh, oh everybody, oh, yeah. like, you you're showing me, me, off. At, I mean, like, yeah. look at me, look at me. So she was like. Still having that mindset in her mind, like of us teaching our kids to always be humble and to, you know, um, to stay, um, have humility. And so I know she was using that, but that was like a crutch, you know what I mean, for for her to really like say, okay, you know. And it's not about you putting yourself out there and and being a show off, but it's really... Being out there and being confident mm-hmm. in what you can deliver. Mm-hmm. So right. yeah, so we were mad. Like we didn't really strong <laughs> on. Well, we did kind of strong on her. Like say, we're gonna pack our bags and go home. If you're <laughs> yeah, like, that's this what my, my, you that's what my dad would have
2: said. My mom, my <laughs> mom and dad would definitely If listen, if you ain't gonna do it, if you are gonna be act like that, let's yeah, go home exactly. right now. Why are we even here? So. Yeah, why are we even here?
4: And so then I think that's when it hit her. Like okay, yeah, you know I, I'm, you know, and, and and I think for her to just to prove like even though we come from a small island, you know, from Hawaii, it's like, you know, people can there can can dance, you know, mm-hmm. just as big as. The people in LA, so yeah.
1: So so then at this, um, is this a convention? Convention. convention. Were you able to overcome it, or was it like you went through that whole convention, kind of being shy, and then the next one you turned up on? I I
3: I definitely feel like I overcame my fear of like just being surrounded, like with all these amazing dancers. Like I said, Um, so the audition that he held at the end of the convention, which Hmm. was for his team. I like put myself in the front, and obviously it was kind of still to the side, but because yeah. I, I didn't really want to go to the front, center. Right. Um, but she, I can't even—I
2: can't even imagine. You, I mean, looking at your videos now, I would never imagine Sienna trying to hide on the side. Right? Hand, so. <laughs> I mean, that, but that—that that right there is inspiring to me because people look at your product, what you put out now. Some people might have never heard about you until recently, and they're probably like, "Man, I could never do what mm, she does," which is. Yeah exactly where you were during that convention it was like yeah, man exactly. i'm gonna do, i could never do that i'm mean, and then just sit in the back it's like that in, that in itself to me is inspiring Thank so you. yeah
3: yeah so i tried to put myself in the front and he actually like kind of called me out to like do it in smaller groups anyway and so i was like you know what i'm not gonna freak out i'm not gonna like shy away from this so i would go and stand in the center, and, like, whenever he called me out to do it, and I definitely felt like I left feeling like I did everything I could, like, at the end of the, at the end of the convention to really just be in that moment and be present and not shy away from whatever challenge that was kind of thrown my way throughout that convention, so, um, yeah, I definitely overcame that fear. (laughs) Through The second part of the week, yeah,
1: though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Props to you. you know, some <laughs> Thank people you. take way longer. And so um, you win the audition to be on the team.
3: Mm-hmm. And so
1: then, what, what does that mean?
3: So, uh, his crew, I'm a Beast, um, they've always kind of been like very big in the dance scene and the dance world. And um, basically, you just kind of make it onto the team. It's kind of like what the lab is too. Right. So you make it onto the team and you're able to do all these different video projects or even if they do like uh different jobs with artists, you're like kind of in his little like crew for okay, him to yeah. like pick from and everything. So um at that time when I did make it onto the team, he was doing a lot of like different videos that, you know, he would say like, "Yo, if anybody's ever free, like" come and come to LA cause we're going to be doing this video shoot for this and this and this. And so I was like, mom, can I go? Mom, can I go? And she was like, uh <laughs> yeah. I know now? you made it onto the team, uh, but we you, still got finances.
1: Okay, So are you like during these back and are is there any money being made at this time or is it just kind of like, no. this is like an investment towards? Yes, yes, yes pretty okay. much.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And she would like say like, if, because we have a Facebook page, and they would post all these different jobs, and they're like, who can make it? And, of course, she wants to go to all of them, right? I'm like, <laughs> kidding. realistically, it, yeah, we, it's not like we can jump in the car and drive. You right, know what I mean? yeah. like, it takes a plane ticket. And so we have to be very selective, only because like she was still in school, and then um, didn't want her to miss a lot of school. And so we have to kind of, I think we probably did like two videos in in, the, in that year that she was on the team, you know, because that's all we could For one, like we could do with her school schedule, but also financially, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like.
2: That's not a a cheap trip. Exactly. This is before Southwest started uh, flying. Shout (laughs) out to Southwest,
4: though. And then, well, when she would go, we had to send her by herself because, you know, it's expensive because, like, okay, we'll just afford one ticket. So she would fly by herself. um, But then, like, my family would meet her at the airport and then she would stay with them and take her to wherever she needed to be. So, Mm
2: -hmm. yeah. Uh, Wow. So, okay, so then. What, what, where do we go from here then? I mean, so you're, you're on the team. There's a bunch of these videos that you want to be a part of every single one, but obviously for whatever reason, you're not able to. Yeah. What is the next? Where do, where do you go from here then?
3: So um, this is where the lab pretty much comes in. Back in 2016, I came out here to L.A. for a job with my crew. I'm a beast at that time, and it was for the Ellen Show. And at that time, the lab was uh, getting ready to compete in this competition called Vibe Juniors. Uh, which is a big dance competition in a, in the dance community. And um, I actually have, like, an old student of mine that is a part of the lab right now. Her name is Kea. She's also from Hawaii. Shout so, out to Kea. Shout out to Kea. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I used to teach her back at home in Hawaii, and she actually came out to move to L.A. around, like, 2000, I would say, what, 16? No, no, no. No, f- uh, 2014. 14. To pursue acting, though. So she was here to pursue acting, and she kind of met the lab, like, through somebody and someone, I don't know who yeah. how that whole, like, story unfolded, but, um, her mom, I've always been so close to her mom, and I guess the directors of the lab were looking for, um, somebody to just come in and, I don't know, like, Shake be in the routine, yeah. I guess, okay. in a sense, okay. um, and so, Kaya's mom, her name is Sonoy, she said, oh, you should check out this one girl from our home. You know, she used to teach Kaya. she's super good. Like I think you'd really like her and I think she'd fit perfectly for the uh, for the routine that you guys are doing. And so my director of the lab, she was like, oh, who's this girl? And so Sonoy tells her, oh, her name is Sienna and she shows her my videos. And then my director was like, oh, this girl's good, good. Okay, <laughs> well, we'll see, let's, let's try to like, do you think she'd be down, you know, to do this competition with us? Um, And I think for uh, my director, it was more like because I was doing a lot of things like uh, as an individual now, so she wasn't sure if I would be down to do something sure. with the group. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm just kind of down to dance with whoever and just like be a part of anything that you know. So that you're down
2: to battle right now.
3: Okay. I'm, I'm gonna turn
2: down the smoke. I mean, I'm cool. I'm cool.
3: No, you're good. Um, so yeah. So she was like, "Do you think you should be down?" And so Sonoy reached out to my mom and said, "Hey, um, Kaya dances for this crew called the Lab now. And, like, they kind of want." Sienna to come in and be in their routine you know and she was saying like oh just for the ending though you know to like give a good like powerful like ending for our routine and my mom's like the lab who's the lab (laughs) Um, I think like I, I think I came to the lab, like, a long time ago, but it's because, like, our crew, my crew back then in Hawaii, we, like, rented their studio to practice for, right. like, ABDC auditions or something like that. Yeah. But I never really knew of, like, the lab or, like, who they were or, like, what they do. So my mom was like, let me look up the lab. Yeah. Who's the lab? <laughs> do some and research. Yeah. So if, she saw... it's a, even you, worth it. Okay. So yeah. she saw a YouTube video of, like, their recent competition at that time, and she was like, what the heck? They're crazy. Like they're using all these different props. And like, it was like there, it was a Kanye set that they did. And she was like, oh yeah, my daughter can be a part of this for sure. So, um, I, when I came down to LA for the job on the Ellen show, at the same time, I was able to come to the lab and compete with them in that competition. So ever since that point, like I've kind of just stuck with the lab because they've um, I don't know I, just, I I respect their work ethic and mm-hmm. I respect um just every sing, uh every single thing that they like that my director kind of stands for her values and everything she's she's super she's a super like down-to-earth person and she has always kind of made sure that I like just hustle and like mm-hmm. work hard and just go for whatever I want to achieve so
1: yeah so so at this time is dancing like you've already decided dancing is how I'm going to make a living for myself or?
3: No. Um, I would say that my parents kind of just still wanted me to go to school too. So mm-hmm. um, dance was just more like a... An escape. Yeah. Eh, kind of, yeah, in a sense. And I would just like, whenever I would come out to travel to L.A. to train, it was just something that I would do so that way I could get better at it every single right. time. But nothing that I wanted, like I didn't really think of it as a job or a career. Right. Um, and so... I think because I was still going to school, my parents were like, oh, you got to start thinking about college, you know, like where yeah. you to go to college at? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I don't even know if I want to go to college. <laughs> well, I
2: mean, so if, if, if you didn't know that you wanted to go to college, did you know what you wanted to do then? Because I mean, you didn't, you weren't exactly sold on dancing yet. Yes. I mean, you, you enjoyed it enough to where you did it every day because you mm-hmm. wanted to get better at it, but it wasn't something that you saw as a long-term thing, but you also didn't feel like you you didn't know if you wanted to go to college. I mean, where was your head at then at that time? So
3: I think that because I was like, my parents were definitely talking about school a lot of the time. I was like, oh, I should become like a dancing like lawyer or a dancing (laughs) like engineer or something. Because I think for me, uh, my favorite subject in school was math. And so I was like, I should be an engineer or something. And so that's where like my head was. I was like, oh, I can dance and like go to school at the same time. And I was like, (laughs) Okay, no, that just seems very tiring and exhausting. <laughs> so that's where my head was at. I don't know where my head was at. Like honestly,
1: nobody knows years. where their head <laughs> is. High school, you know. Right. I feel, No, yeah. So
3: that's like kind of like what I wanted to pursue in the beginning, and I think it was back in 2017 where yeah. I was like, oh no, dance is like, I need to like fully go into dance. Like if
2: okay, like, so what happened? I mean, shoot. So what happened in 2017 that made you like? Wow! This is I need to do this. This is okay. My yeah. <laughs> so
3: back in 2017, I came to compete with the lab in another competition in the community called Body Rock. And at Body this Rock time, Juniors. you're still
2: you're still living in Hawaii, right? Yes. Okay.
3: Um. And so I actually just got off of doing World of Dance season one, okay. the TV show uh, that J Lo's the executive producer of, and um, I was like, oh, I want to go in the summer back to LA so I can go train and like you know do whatever I need to. And so I came for the summer, competed with the Lab in Body Rock Juniors, and then I did the Build a Beast experience again because they have it every summer, every sure. year. And then after that, um, I was able to compete in the world's biggest competition called Hip Hop International. And this is where, like, uh, Periscope, like we were saying, uh, the royal family, right. like, this is where they compete at all the time. And, you know, they've, they've kind of blown up from their videos of doing this competition. And so uh, the Lab wanted to take a varsity team, which is a nine-man crew, and uh the boys, a lot of my friends that were here at that time, they were like, Oh, we should go with all boys and then have Sienna as the only girl and my director was like, Nah, y'all are playing like yeah. you guys don't wanna go compete in this and they're like, No, we really do, like, but we think that we should like have Sienna like in our crew. So we went to go That's compete cold. in this competition. Yeah. And basically it's a week long and you go through a lot of different rounds. So the first one is the USA competition. So you're competing against all the crews in the USA and and, trying to see if you're the best in the USA at first, right? Right. Um, And then once you make it past that round, you would go to the world. So we won the USA competition in that division. And so we're like, oh, world competition. Like you're going against the best crews in the world now. Like that's, yeah, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, And these crews be pulling out some... I bet I can't imagine some really good like (laughs) tricks and like different like styles and moves so we're like oh my gosh I don't know if we're going to be able to win this thing like okay so we'll see Um, we went through the world competition we never placed below second in all of those rounds, and then we ended up winning the world championship at the finals, so we were the best. I did not know thinking. that.
2: <laughs> I'm sitting amongst the champion. <laughs>
3: <No.
1: as
2: laughs> world,
1: hey, world champion. This is not a national champion. Facts, yeah.
2: Watcher. Let me chill.
3: yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. So yeah, we won the first place title. Uh, we're world champions in the varsity division in the world, and so I think after that yeah. moment, my mom and dad were like,
1: You got the juice. (laughs) What do you want to do?
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, my dad mostly was like, I think she's like she needs to like go through this you know this path of like making dance her career now really? because That's like
2: your, this is your dad after after winning Yes,
3: Yes so, because I came home and I was like going to school regularly it was I like know, my senior year I just won a world championship <laughs> I'm right
2: at home yep. <laughs> Joe Schmo here <laughs> been playing games all weekend okay <laughs> oh
3: no, yeah so I went back to school I was like oh I feel so bored here what am I gonna do? I was like I want to dance more than ever now you Yeah. Know, after winning I'm that sure, competition, yeah. and my dad could tell that like I was definitely like not myself when right. I came back home. He was like, "Oh, she messes L.A. for sure." Right. So, yeah, my dad was like, "We need to send her. We need to send her up to L.A. to okay. like start living there."
2: But, Mom, well, I mean, what was your? How did you feel after after? I know you said your dad was like, "Yeah, maybe, mm-hmm, maybe yeah. he." We need to push this for her. Yeah. What were you thinking? Knowing seeing your daughter compete on a stage like that and be, and being able to win over. All these other dance groups, what was what were you feeling at the time and then what was your reaction when your husband was like, Hey, this is uh, maybe we need to uh, <laughs> Yeah, you need to take her too. Yeah, you need to take her. So what was what was it like for
4: you? Oh my gosh, well it's crazy. Like she's that year she spent the whole summer in LA. So we are like our family we didn't even see her. Like she literally right when school ended and it was summer break, she said bye everybody there. sent her on the there. plane <laughs> the next day. We sent her on the plane the next day and she was gone. So we didn't see her for like two months. And so when they decided to do HHI, I was like, everybody back home was like, you need to go watch, you know, like, because we all knew because our back then our crew from Hawaii, we used to do that competition, you know, and so everybody was like, you need to go watch Sienna, you know, like, this is like a a great moment for her. And I was like, yeah, but I can't afford it. And then one of our good friends had blessed me with a round trip ticket. You know what I mean? So they're like, they surprised me. They're like, no, you need to go see your daughter. Like, you need to be there. Like, she hasn't seen you guys for so long. And so I was like, oh, my that's gosh. a really so, great friend. Exactly. Yeah, shout out to the great yeah. friends out there. Okay. Yeah. Can you be
2: my friend? So, <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, so they blessed me with their with a round-trip ticket to come support her and see her. So I surprised her. She had no idea I was coming up. And so they oh, were having fun and everything. Oh, oh, yeah. She had rehearsals here. And then um, I texted their directors I'm like okay I'm like right around the corner and they're like okay we'll gather everybody <laughs> so I entered through that back door over there and they're all talking to them giving them the pep talk and then I pop out and she's all screaming and crying because you know <laughs> and then I'm crying because I like I said I hadn't seen her for like two months yeah, right so yeah. then I was like okay so being there seeing their team win I mean it was like so surreal like I was like what the heck like that's something like a lot of teams that go into this competition dream of you know what I mean mm-hmm. like not only just winning the USA but winning USA and Worlds that's mm-hmm. like hard especially I in this competition HHI mm-hmm. and so like she said when she went back home we could tell like she was like all like oh, okay I'm yeah. back home in Hawaii <laughs> you know like that and so um, and I just remember after they won like everybody here in LA like the directors and even like Sonoy, Kia's mom they kept calling me like you need to, bring, you need to send Sienna already like right, this is right. like mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a momentum already for her you know like to reach that that, that level where they won and it's like we need to send her, you know, she needs to come up already and I kept going, No, I want her to finish school in right. Hawaii. I oh, want her to at least sense. graduate. Yeah. You know, I want her to graduate in Hawaii. You know, by then, you know, then she can move, you know what I mean? She'll be done with high school. And they're like, no, but if you miss this window of opportunity, you don't know when it's going to come back around, right. you know, like this and that. And then I just kept like, no, no. Like, my mind was set. Like, yeah, you're no, she's graduating right. from my alumni high school back home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what do you want to say? What what high is is she's graduating from your alumni. I'm what, like, what high school is that? Milani. Milani oh, High School. Man, we
2: just did a Kahuku alumni. Is that a okay. right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the opposite side, the of, the opposite okay. opposite side <laughs> of the island. I don't know. <laughs> I'm from California.
4: So, so then, um, you know, so my mind was set. Like, she's not going. But like she said, my husband could tell like she was missing something. Like there was this joy that I was missing from her, you know. And so and then that's when he was like, he sat me down and he was like, um, yeah, I think, I think we need to send her. And I was like, look at him like, what, excuse me? I was like, uh, no, <laughs> well, I already told her she's not going to after she graduates. And he's like, then he like put it on me. He's like, well, why are you holding on to her? Like he's like, why are you trying to stop her from going? And then, you know, of course to me, I'm like, I mean, hello, I mean, she has one more year. Like, what's what's waiting one more year? And then, you know, he's like, no, I just think, like, for you, you just, it's, you're holding her back because you just want something that you want her to achieve, you know what I mean? He's like, she can graduate from a school up here in California. It's the same thing, you know, and, of course, my whole thing is, like, She's our firstborn. I wanted her to graduate right. in Hawaii so that our whole family can be part of that sure, achievement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was my selfish reasons of why I wanted her to stay back. But then my husband kind of opened my eyes. He's like, But this is what your daughter wants to do. You know, this is her future. So we have to set her sure. on this path now. And so I was like, So he took a couple of days to convince me. And then finally, like, I was like, OK, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll let her go. Shout out to the wives who <laughs> listen to their husbands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <What>? no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and so um yeah so then he convinced me and then so I I gave in you know and so like it happened so fast like it was like a uh uh what is that like a Wednesday where we agreed and then Sunday we flew her out you know what I mean like so we had like a last minute family gathering wow, we yeah. called all our close family and friends Letting them know the news, and they were all shocked. Like, wait, you're sending her up to LA? Like, what I about school? No. I know. Yeah. They're all like, what about what about what about school? I'm like, no, we're gonna have her do her senior year up there, you know, and stuff like that. So. Oh, so yeah, was originally
1: you weren't coming with her. She was going by herself. No,
4: she was. Yeah, we sent her up by herself at first, you know, because okay. she was staying with Sonoy and Kao, you know, our good friends, because um, they lived close by to the lab, and and so then. um it, it was like a month, like almost a month, about a month by herself here, um, mm. without uh, without me. What a hard month! Oh yeah, you. and then <laughs> so, and of course, like we would call her just to check up and all that, and I could tell my husband was like, okay, you know, like she's missing something, you know, like and then right there, my husband. So I'm fine, right? I'm like, okay, she's with Auntie Sonoy, she's with Kale, yeah. you know, they're good, they're doing their thing, you know, like and and then next, thing, you know, I come home from work and then my husband looks at me, he's like, um yeah, I think you need to go too. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm "I'm not part of this equation. And I was like, (laughs) like, okay, I agreed to let her go, but I'm like, why do I have to go? You know, that was my whole thing. Like, why do I have to go? You know, because I'm born and raised in Hawaii. Like my my mom's there, you know, all all my family. And so I was all like, and so my husband's like, no, you know, I feel like, as parents, you know, like we don't want to just throw the responsibility. Although, like Sanoi, like we love her, you know, like but that's not her. Sienna's not her child. Right, you know right. what I mean? So my husband, her thinking he was like, she's our daughter. You know, if anything happens, you know, I, I would, my peace of mind would be like. So one of us is there yeah. for her you know mm-hmm. and so of course i'm like oh my gosh i'm like i, don't, I am not trying to leave you know, like man, and your so. husband
2: must be a hell of a negotiator or a cuz <laughs> <laughs> man he's, no he really is <laughs> so no. yeah
4: and then that, that was his whole thing because he said like he said like you know what if she starts traveling you know like um what if she starts traveling Sorry. you know like uh, i don't want her traveling by herself you know she's like a girl and this and that and i'm like she ain't gonna travel anytime soon I'm like she's fine you know and so I'm, I'm over there trying to like convince him not to send me and then thing you know he's like then, then he gave me the ultimatum he's like if you don't go then we're sending her back you know like I'm not having my child up there in LA by herself although she's being taken care of but he's like I just it, for his peace of mind for he sure, just yeah, wanted I mean, yeah. you know one of us there so I was like <sighs> okay, so then, so then I met up. And I went up a month after, and ever since then, uh, we've been, been here. Yes, we've been here.
1: <laughs> wow. That's amazing. I do, I do want to go back. A quick second. Um, so when, when you were not thinking that dance was the thing for you, is that due to you didn't think money there was money to be made in dancing, or you didn't think you had the skill to do it?
3: I think it was maybe a combination of both, I would say. Um, okay. and I think the fact that I was living, I was still living in Hawaii. I didn't, I don't really, I feel like I probably thought that I was like, how the heck am I going to like keep leveling myself up if I'm still here, you know, trying to accomplish school, finishing school. And I think after traveling to LA so many times, I'm like, it's not that like, I felt like the Hawaii dancing was, um, was any less or anything. I was just like, I just felt like the training was a little different. So I was like, how can I push myself if like the people that I'm um taking these classes from were that I'm surrounded by like wait
2: i oh, wait sorry, I'm not trying to sound
3: rude or anything in, <laughs> no, in a fine. sense. But yeah. it was I felt like every time I was in LA it was just a different push. Like I was yeah. like, How how am I gonna
2: You were keep comfortable from? in Hawaii. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like And you had to you had to make yourself uncomfortable to exactly. to grow. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So
3: I think it was probably a combination of both, and I, I kind of saw like a lot of like my inspirations and choreographers and dancers like growing up. Like, I didn't even know that they were like kind of making money like yeah, off right. of dance, and I'm like, you
2: thought they were coming from a job? No, for sure, <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, they're like doing multiple things. They're not just dancing yeah. and like choreographing or anything. So, I, I, yeah, I would say it was definitely a combination of both.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So then now we are living in LA. We're with the lab. Mm-hmm. So, how do we get from there to dancing with BTS? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: wow. Uh, starting from the beginning, I would say, ever since we've been out here in LA, uh, the first, I would say, four, three or four months, probably five, three, was,
4: three, three months.
3: It was like definitely the hardest. Um, we were living with Sonoy and Kea and barely coming up with any money to, like, be able to pay, like, our share, like, even just buy groceries at that time, mm -hmm. and I just remember, like, seeing my mom always crying and always feeling (laughs) so depressed, and I was so, uh, my heart was so broken for her, you know, like, she had to leave our our family pretty much, and, you know, her, she has three other kids that she could be, you know, like, pouring into Uh as well, and the fact that her, like, selfless act of just being able to help me achieve my dreams was like it spoke volumes to me and so the I first think,
2: i think it but i mean hearing that now cuz i didn't know that you know i didn't watch all the episode but i didn't yeah. know that i feel like you seeing that it shows in your dance like do you feel like that's why you're so energetic and it like a lot of that shows in your moves and in your facial expressions in your in your performances is is seeing something like that like seeing your mom even though you guys probably weren't in the best situation. You guys were separated from your mm. your dad and your siblings. Do you feel like seeing your mom in these hard situations, do you feel like that comes out in your performances? Or? I
3: feel like recently, like ever since I moved to LA, yes, I would say that def- right. that definitely kind of is one of the factors that um, allow my performance to be like that. Because yeah. yeah. I, I just feel like as a dancer, like ever since I was growing up, I've always kind of had that like yeah. performance, sure. but nothing really drove it to be um, like a little bit more so I feel like seeing my mom you know in that state and just like oh man just seeing her like kind of like lock herself in a room or like not not being her happy self that she used to be it kind of made me feel a type of way and I was like you know I I want to do everything that I can but I'm like struggling to like even know what that is or what I can do to like to help her out or help our situation out so the first couple of months were Oh my gosh, come Mom! Maybe
2: hell. you could speak on that a little bit too. I see, I see you getting a little emotional, in that. I know.
4: But <laughs> I hear this story all the time, and I, I don't know why I keep crying every time it comes up.
2: Yeah. Speak, but, speak on that a little bit about what that experience is. What that experience was for you, uh, being here out here for the first few months.
4: Yeah, um, when I made the move, I mean, the goal was. To, of course, support her in her dancing, but also for me to find a job so that we could, you know, make make it out here. Because back then it was just my husband that was working, you know. And so you have just one income coming in, and he's trying to support us up here while, you know, taking care of the family back home. And Mm -hmm. so I would, like, put my resumes out there. I'd go to interviews, but it was so hard to find a job. And so I was like, what the heck? Because especially here in West Covina, like a lot of places, um, they're looking for people who can speak different languages, you oh, know what I mean? Spanish. Which yeah. I understand. Yeah, it was either Spanish or Chinese. And I'm like, mm, I don't know any yeah. of that. You know, <laughs> so it was like, oh, shoot. But um, so it was hard. And so I guess for me, not getting hired added on to that stress. Sure, you know right. what I mean? And so me not being hired and then, you know, using the little finances that we did have for my husband's paycheck, you know, trying to, like she said, like pay our share with living with Sonoy them. And then also trying to buy groceries, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, because, you know, the Fa style, yeah. like, you don't want to just take advantage of people, like, right. that are, sure, that of are of opening absolutely. their homes when to you. want to contribute, Yeah, you want to contribute, and, and, and Sonoy was always like, bless her heart, like, she'd be like, Auntie, just contribute whatever you can, you know, but, you know, in the back of your mind, like, wow, you're literally putting a roof over her head mm-hmm. so that she could pursue dance, you know, mm-hmm. and so, you know, so I'm, like, trying to, like, do my best and this and that, but also, like, getting turned down from these job interviews that I was going to, so, you know, all of that, just culmination, just I guess got overwhelmed me at yeah. one point and like she said, like we came home from church and I literally went straight to the room, locked the door and I was like <laughs> crying and then, and she kept going, Mom, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> like she could tell something was wrong because I wasn't myself driving home and so then you know, and I just started questioning like the the move, you know, like yeah. I kept doubting and I kept and I kept saying, Okay, God, like why would you bring us out here cuz we could tell that this was something she loved. We knew she was talented in it and it's like and and it was like okay, God, you know, why did you, you know, cuz whenever like our we make big decisions as a household, you know, we really kind of, you know, listen to what it. God Purple is trying to. Yeah, we yeah. pray about it and we try to listen to what God is trying to tell us. And so and at what that point I started doubting God, like, why why, you know, why are we going through this? You know, I was like, this is not it. And so I remember calling my husband, like, oh my gosh, you know, this is I think we made a mistake, you know, I think I <laughs> need I need to come home, you know, uh, like I told you we should have waited a year, you know what I mean? <laughs> like that. And then my husband he's such a um he, he he then he reminded me like, cause a lot of times I would speak faith into his situations, and then he then now the tables have turned, so he's like speaking faith into <laughs> You're me. You're not like, used
2: to this. Yeah, so you
4: know, because I grew up in the church, you know, I grew up like, you know, I and I know, I know what God has done. I've seen many miracles that He has done for our family, and so for me to doubt God at that moment because I wasn't seeing anything happening for us, it was overwhelming. And so I remember telling my husband like, no, we need to come home. We made a mistake, you know, right. da, da, da. So mm-hmm. I was like, see, I told you, we should have waited a year. And then he's like, then he was like, babe it's easy to throw in the towel. You know what I mean? That's usually how the enemy works. Like it tells you like, you know, they start to plant seed into your mind. And so I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. I know, I know what the word says. I know, I know. And he's like, you just have to have faith. He's like, trust me, something, it's going to happen. It's going to happen for our baby girl. So I was like, oh, I was like, okay, it's easier said than done. You know, because as women, we want to, we want to feel secure both financially, you know, mentally, you know, like, and stuff like that. And, and so then right there, I was like, okay, so I was like, okay, Lord, and so then, you know, we prayed about it, like he prayed with me on the phone, and then my sisters all found out, and so they started calling me, you know, and, and they're all like speaking faith into me, and so I was like, okay, okay, you know, we just got to trust God, you know what I mean? Right. And so right there, it's like, from that point on, it's like, okay, Lord, you know, this is, we made this decision, you know, based on, on, on our prayer with you, and so I was like, okay, we're going to see something happen, and then that's when her video went viral. <laughs>
1: nice. Hold on. That is, we we, got to go back over that. That is super powerful. Like, that's definitely one of the reasons why we needed to have you here. Like, Mm -hmm. even myself, like, you know, I'm thinking, like, you guys are in Hawaii as a two-income family, right? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And now you have to quit your job, move to L.A. Now you only have one income, and on that one income, he has to, you know, support what he has back home, and you guys here, too. and, and. me as a father, I'm not letting that happen. And so, definitely, big props to you know you and pops. You know, shout uh-huh. out to pops. For, you know, definitely to definitely pops. believing in the dream. Like, yeah, for sure. That's a definitely
2: super powerful. Oh no, yeah, for real. Um, okay, so you have that talk with your husband. Uh huh. Um, he's convinced you, um, and your sisters convinced you that everything's gonna be okay. Yes. It's it's, it's hard now, but things will work out. Yeah. And then. There's a video that goes viral. Let's talk about this video. <laughs> what video is it? And, and kind of lay give, give us, I guess, uh, context as to what, how, how, that went, how that went down.
3: Phil. So, actually, the first one that did go viral was um, my Cardi B dance to Barty or Cardi. And she posted. I just did it as a solo, though, here in the studio. I taught a class. I just taught it to everybody that was here to take That's my That's the one in the gymnasium. Um, no, not yet, because not yet. it's the same choreo, though. Okay. So she first reposted that video, and I was like, What the heck? Like, Cardi B reposted yeah. my video? That's <laughs> so crazy. Like, it was something so unheard of for me.
2: Yeah, and that's when she was like, She had just probably just come out. <laughs> yes. Actually, that was her first song, wasn't it? Yeah. And, it and it blew up.
3: Uh, pretty much, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And so um, I think after that video got reposted by her, um, the lab. Uh, the high school dance team that I was a part of is under the direction of the lab. So my director was like, "I think you should do that that uh, song. You need to do that choreo for the performance we have coming up at our um, at our like, oh is it showcase. Our, our showcase? Okay. or they had like a I was ask, like, competition, pep
2: rally or yeah. something? Like, no, that's what it, it was a like. dance so, competition. Yeah,
3: so all these like different dance school, uh, all these different schools out here in the California uh, in California they all come to compete in different competitions like at different schools, and so. Uh, every school kind of holds a competition, so that's what West Co did. And they were, you're not allowed to com- compete in the competition if you're hosting it. So no, really. we got to showcase at least like a routine at the end of the night. So my director was like, You should do it for that performance and like um, have a bunch of girls, like let, make it a girls' piece. And so I was like, Okay, I'm kind of down. And so I did that and then we performed it. And when I watched the video back, I was like, Oh, this, this would be cool to post. Yeah. Like, I think it's really cool. Like you see everybody in the background just getting yeah. hype, yeah. you know? Did, they, did so, they know
1: like about the video, how Cardi B reposted it or
3: some? Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of people did. Cause, uh, that day, a lot of people were like, Hey, you're the girl that was reposted by Cardi B. Uh, I was yeah. like, ah, yeah. yeah, that's me. Thank yeah, that's you. Me, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, I was like, Oh, this would be a good video to post. So I posted on my Instagram and like in the first, I would say like hour, like, over a hundred thousand views and i was like what is going on like my phone just kept blowing up and i'm like mom i don't know what's going on here i was like "Uh." this is
2: what it feels like to go viral
3: (laughs) (laughs) no and then like um i was here at the studio because we had a rehearsal for something and i was like my phone just kept going and my director was like dude your video is like blowing up right now i was like yeah i was like i have no idea why and she's like No, dude, that energy, the energy that everybody was giving around you. Yeah, Yeah. I was like, oh, you are so right. I was like, (laughs) people love seeing raw footage like that, you know? So um, it just kept getting more views and more likes, and people kept tagging it, uh, tagging other people in it. And then the next day, Cardi reposts that one, and I'm like, oh, it's done. I was like, it's a done deal. I was like, she can't, I was like, how is she going to post two? I was like, ah. So, it was, yeah, it was so crazy to just see that whole process, like, kind of, like, unfold. Mm. But, um, yeah, that was, like, the the first, like, viral video that I had, and I was like, this is crazy. Is this, what? I was like,
2: viral (laughs) videos? So, then... So the the video goes viral. What is a, uh, I mean, what what happens? I mean, do you get any other opportunities after that? <laughs> yeah,
3: so it was crazy. Like a bunch of like different organizers from around the world. I guess they like have a lot of like dance camps or um, they would want me to come and teach workshops out right. at their studios. And so my mom was like, dude, like people from like China or like from Germany. Wow. Yeah. Or um, like uh, Norway. Like all these different people want you to come out and teach classes at like these different studios. And I'm like what I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me? and I've known like a couple of choreographers that would do that, but I like I never really imagined or saw myself kind of doing that you know like mm-hmm. in that in um, at
2: least not at least not this soon in your career right? no, yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: I was like people want to learn from me like yeah. around the world I was like that's crazy that's so crazy to think about so a lot of different opportunities like that would come in you know and they'd be like we would love to have you you know come teach our come teach a class right. and you can stay we'll pay for your airfare and and food and like everything will take care of you and I'm like oh my gosh this is crazy yeah. like they they're like literally paying for everything and then on top of that they're paying me to like teach a dance class yeah. on So th- that. At,
2: at this point that video yeah. goes viral and uh, that's when you're able to start making money mm-hmm. from your 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 passion of dancing. Yes.
3: Yeah. So I I would say after that video went viral, a lot of different inquiries came in, and then I would say at the next month, no, no it was yeah,
4: like February. So her viral her video went viral in January, yeah. the end of January. Mom remembers it like it's yesterday. No, no yeah, <laughs> no. exactly. Yeah. Because then, uh, yeah. So her video went viral in January and then in February that's when all the inquiries started coming in like wanting to fly her out like around the world right. and so I was like wait what <laughs> and so then from there on we literally non-stop traveling from February for, for like a whole that's year crazy. so yeah. we've been to like over 25 countries which is and some of them we've been Jeez. there three times right. you know what I mean like more than once and so it's, it's crazy like she said did I, you have your passport at this time then well, we had to. We had yeah. literally had a, to go get our passport, like, quick for, for these, I yeah. Mean, yeah. For that's these international trips. I know what that's like, yeah. Yeah, so it, for me, like, from my standpoint, like, watching, you know, her video go viral and then all of a sudden people started wanting, like she said, wanting to learn from her. And it was like, wow, like, this is crazy, you know? And, and like, and I think that's, what we kind of saw, like, she would be doing this, but we thought she would do it, like, later yeah, on. Yeah, later like, on like her, her Like, in yeah. her late 20s, you yeah. know what I mean? And so that's why my husband was like, oh, yeah, what if she starts to travel? And I'm like, she ain't going to travel. And especially
3: like at that time, there yeah. weren't a lot of like younger a uh, lot of people from the younger generation. Rishan, doing yes, that. you would right. see only like the older generation, sure, you know, yeah. going out to teach. Yeah, like and that, so.
4: and so I so then for me to see that that was mind blowing because I'm like whoa, and then so that's when my husband was like, I tell you she's uh-huh, gonna travel. Yeah. See, I told hey, you. See, right, so I was like, hey, he, oh, he. Really is like, a male at heart, because man. That's all meant to. What did I tell you? Yeah, exactly. What I tell you? And so then right there, and then so now it just all just clicked. Like okay, that's the reason why I'm here because like you know we weren't going to send her across the world travel you know by herself sure. as a girl you know right. and so then that's when i was like okay we're going to all these different countries and like you know it, it was it was fun like she loved doing it like meeting all these people and the the, the dance community in the international scene i mean talk about passion like these right. people like they a lot of them don't have much yeah. right. and so a lot of them when they find out like these choreographers are coming they save like we hear stories of how they save their money just to attend a class yeah. that she's yeah. teaching yeah. so it's like you feel very blessed and fortunate to like wow these people right. want to you know, learn from, from For her
2: sure. okay so um, now you're getting all kinds of offers from dance clubs or dance communities from all over the world um, which is crazy I mean you're, right. you're now a global success essentially you know you've, got, you've gone viral these people are reaching out in hopes that you could come and Teach their teach their class teach yeah. classes teach courses to these kids or not even kids because I've actually seen you teach plenty of adults, adults too yeah, yeah. yeah so actually yeah of all ages um, if you if you don't mind talk a little bit about okay uh, maybe some of the numbers like ballpark numbers of what it how much it would cost to uh, to to do a class or to teach a class because um, now this is this is your livelihood mm-hmm. you know this is you're blessed to be in a position to to do what you love and make money off of that. So if you don't mind, yeah, just touch a little bit on that.
4: Oh, for sure. I'm gonna let mama manager <laughs> <Yeah>. kinda, <laughs> mama
2: manager, <yeah. laughs> kinda talk manager. about that. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah um, I guess it all really depends. So some of these camps or some of these organizers that when they want her to come and teach, a lot of times they'll tell you like, oh, can she teach two classes or three classes? Like for instance, when her after her video went viral, we went to China. That was our, our first uh, international trip to teach at a, a dance camp. And they were like, oh, yeah, we want her to teach. Um, they first, they said three classes. So we're like, oh, OK, you know, that's cool. Three classes, you know, and this is mine This is our first time doing something like this. And then it went from three, then it went to six. Wow. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, when we get there, they're like, um, can we throw on four more? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, and they we're yeah. like, wait, a total of 10? I mean, you're already out here. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, yeah, right, exactly, right, right. <laughs> exactly. And so, and then, you know, back then, because she just started, of course, you know, you don't want to, like, overcharge or, you know, like, tell people So some, uh, were they leaving
2: it open-ended then, like?
4: No, like, we gave them a dollar amount, okay. you know, to kind of work with, but because they added on all these different classes and they were willing to pay more, you know, so that was kind of cool, yeah. um, but I think, you know, back then when she first started out, it was like, you know, from, for instance, like, teaching three classes, she probably made, like, what, three grand, sure you know okay what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, but as people kept adding, like, more, and so it really all depended on what, that they were asking, um, from. They were asking yep. from her mm-hmm. you know right. what i mean and so so that so that was like i think china was the first time we she ever taught 10 right. classes mm-hmm. and out of those yeah. 10 six of them were for their regular students like um, adults and then four were for kids right. cuz they knew that she taught kids as well and sure. so mm-hmm. That yeah, that was that was an interesting um, uh, dynamic. Uh, a dynamic yes. You know, <laughs> just being in China and she had to teach ten classes. Right. So that's the most <laughs> she's ever done. ever Ever since then, like nowadays, it's like three sure. or four would be the most. You know, yeah. because then a lot of these organizers now are are being smart because they're bringing in other choreographers to teach. Because yeah. a lot of these camps are usually like a week long. You yeah. know what I mean? So they try to take advantage of of the different days, and so they have all these different choreographers come out. And so you know, so now it's, it really all depends on what okay. the organizer wants. Okay. How did uh,
2: how did you how did you navigate through coming up with the price for your daughter? Because obviously, I mean, this is the first time this has ever happened for you guys. This mm-hmm. is brand new. Mm-hmm. Did you have somebody that you could lean on to, to maybe get like ballparks on what you could charge? Did yes. you just kind of like, this is my daughter and she's cold, so <laughs> you don't, you to <laughs>
4: show me the money. You know I'm <laughs> um, no, we did actually. So one of the um, creative uh, one of the guys that's part of the creative team here at the lab. Um, He actually used to run, help run World of Dance, and not the TV one, but then the World of Dance, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the competition, they would travel from state to state, Mm -hmm. hold these big competitions, and then, so he was actually um, one of the guys that ran it, so he was in charge of bringing in acts to showcase at his event, so he was like one of the guys that we would um, um, go to. His name is Vince. And I, I I remember when her video went viral, he was like, okay, Auntie, you need to figure out a pricing for her. Cause I bet you a lot of people are going to ask for her now. And I was like, oh really? I'm like, oh, what's a good one. And so he kind of helped guide us. Cause like he dealt, he dealt with that as yeah, well. Sure. So he was like a good um, soundboard, you know, like he would always tell me like, oh yeah. Like these people want this much, you know, like, should I you know ask for more or, you know, like what do we yeah. want? And so he kind of helped find that balance, yeah. you know, because knowing that she's new to the scene, scene. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you don't want to just be like, oh, yeah, like you said, you know, she's good. You know, you're going to pay her, like, (laughs) what her work But we also (laughs) wanted to make sure, like, you know, like a lot of these people that were reaching out to her, a lot of these um, organizers, like, they were first timers as well. You know what I mean? So you kind of want to help, you know, with with, um, their branding as well. And so, yeah, so Vince was a a crucial part in us in helping us trying to figure out, like, what her rate would be in the beginning when she first started off traveling. And then we actually got um, Carrie, who's actually one of the directors here at the lab. She also manages a bunch of talent as well. So she ended up, we, I hired her to be the, like, the manager to kind of uh, speak to everyone yeah. while I'm in the back. And she'll like be like, oh, Auntie Jeannie, someone wants her to do this, this, and this. I'm like, oh, uh, okay, yeah, you yeah I guess three, yeah, I'll uh-huh. you know, just yeah. kind of figure out like what's going on. So, um, so then we hired Carrie, so she kind of manages uh, okay. Sienna, you know, so that way. And it was at first, like, I was doing the managing, but Vince actually convinced me, like, he's like, no Auntie Jean I think you should just kind of be like the silent manager he's mm-hmm. like it's better to have someone else because especially when you're dealing with money and he's like if it's people you know then it becomes a touchy subject yeah, you know right. he's like you yeah. kind of want to avoid that so I was like oh you got a point and I was yeah. like oh yeah and, and you know us poly people right, right. hey you know yeah. Hook it Sienna up. you know like she <laughs> come in you know, perform you know yeah. niece, we right? give her free food you know we're yeah. <laughs> like we're gonna, like, like gonna, gonna get that pay we our bills <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean so I was like yeah and so that was a. so like I said Vince was such a crucial part in helping us you know, established you know, her rate in the beginning, but also helping us in this industry because he kind of had a background in it sure, as well. Yeah. So, okay. shout out to Vince. Shout out to Vince, <laughs> shout out to
0: Vince.
2: Okay, so um, I'd like to get a little bit, to, okay, so you're, you're teaching these classes now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're one, I'm, I'm assuming, I just want to know the answer because I don't know for sure. You make up these routines from scratch 100% by yourself? Yes
3: Um,
2: That's crazy (laughs) Thank you
3: Uh, So yeah Like I just find a song That I'm like kind of feeling You know Or like I like to vibe to And before I used to Like kind of just Choreograph it by myself And like Just do whatever I thought Would make me feel Like um, Like I was fully embodying Whatever the song was Right Um, and then it was until later on, I guess when I started to work with the lab a lot more on doing group projects and like competitions and stuff that I was like, I should try to like create with like, like my friends or like, you know, like try to vibe off of like people's energy around me Uh as well. So, um, completely from scratch, uh, it was a little hard on like starting it because sometimes you're just like, you want it to be so good. You're like setting, like for me, I like to set a high standard for myself and like what I want to see, you know, from every single routine I put out. And so sometimes I have a really hard time like trying to figure out how to start it or even how to end it or like what moments I want to give. But it is definitely completely from scratch. And it's a, sometimes it is a long process. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't, but it really just like kind of depends on what it's for
2: too. Nice. What was was that like teaching your, you're in China, you're about to teach your very first session or your first, your very first class. You've never done it before. Mm What was that moment like for you? What was that experience
0: Ooh,
3: like for you? I was very nervous. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've actually, like, I've, I've been teaching for a while, but it's always obviously been in the U.S., mm-hmm. and it's been around people that I'm so comfortable by. Yeah, so, right. it, you know, when I'm teaching back here at the lab or, like, even when I was back at home in Hawaii, like, it was, like, nothing to me. Like, I would be, like, making sure that I had a good command, you know, in the class yeah. and making sure that, you know, whatever I was teaching, that people would want to listen to me and people mm-hmm. would want to, like, learn But being in a whole different country, especially like, you know, these people have uh, a different culture, they have uh, different like values and values and just everything. So I was like, Ooh, I don't know how this is gonna go. Was there
2: a language barrier? There was a language barrier too. So
3: I was like, would it matter if I, like, tried to give a whole paragraph speech? Right. Maybe not. Did but you have a
2: translator with you? Or? I did. There okay. was a
3: translator in the room. And I feel like there was a good amount of people that knew how to speak English. So even if, like, I said something and not everybody understood, like, understood, they would go to the friend, like, oh, she meant to say this, okay, this, yeah, yeah. This, this, And I was like, thank you.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um,
3: so, yeah, it was, it was very nerve-wracking. And I was like... Oh, I was like, I, I just remember like myself shaking. And even like for me, when I, um, I felt like when I was teaching, I could feel my voice a little like, uh, mm-hmm. like I was, it was definitely, yeah, super shaky. Mm-hmm. Um, I think after like I started doing it for consistently, I was like, oh, it's not even that bad. Yeah. Like, if I just, like, if I'm myself, you know, and I, I just give a lot of good energy and, like, a lot of good positive vibes throughout the class, like, that's all that really matters. Like. Right. And so as time went on, I was like, oh, I could get used to this for sure. So it was definitely, I was so nervous. So I remember, like, telling my mom, like, oh, my gosh, wait, is this a good routine to teach, or should I do this one, or should I do this one? But she was like, Your just very they're, they're all great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> teach them all. Oh, no, my mom is my biggest, oh, my gosh, my biggest group.
3: Like, uh, she's no, and it's, she got
4: so, some things to say. Someday. Like you said, I mean, that's one of the things when we traveled international is the language barrier, you know? And so, like she said, I think over time she realized, like, you don't want to, like, you can, like, when people can speak English and understand English, it's easier to teach. But when Mm -hmm. there's that language barrier, it's so much harder. So you Mm -hmm. have to kind of pick and choose like how you say things. So that way you don't confuse them and they get lost. And so she found like ways to kind of, um, use like different slangs, you yeah. know what I mean. So, so that way they could catch on, and it, and it's amazing. Like, like I said, these international dance communities, like they're so eager to learn. Right. So, like in China, especially in China, like they're like literally like up in her face, yeah. like because they're trying to watch what she's doing because they don't understand what she's sure. saying, but they're just mimicking what she's doing. And yeah. so, and so it, it was definitely um, a, a learning experience for her, but but she actually overcame overcame it. So okay,
1: nice. So is it is this um your IG blowing up at this same time too or where?
3: After this BTS gig. Yes, it is. Oh my goodness.
1: (laughs) So how how did that BTS gig happen? Did they just contact the lab and was like or?
3: Yeah, uh, pretty much. Well, I choreographed for them uh, last year too for um, this one song that they had on their album last year and we got to perform at the Rose Bowl like for their concert so that was super cool too and so we've kind of had this connection with them for a while um and then recently they asked us they asked the lab to choreograph and then perform with them on uh their most recent song called on so right. we did the Jimmy Fallon show and then we were able to be a part of their music video and so it was like a whole crazy experience but we i I think we've had a pretty like good uh connection ever since last year when I first choreographed for them so
1: nice so one w- one thing I definitely am interested in is hearing um Maybe the negative side of all of this, or like things that you didn't expect. Cause I'm the type of person where like I think there's a lot of things I'm like, yeah, I want I want that, but then like you actually get it, and it's just like, oh, this is not what I expected. And so if there's anything like that, like you know, maybe the fame is not all, you know.
3: Um. No, I I definitely feel like um I I've, I've been okay with it. Uh, I think. The most challenging part of all of this would definitely be trying to keep a strong mentality and also stay emotionally stable.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I will say that I've been completely burnt out a lot of the times with all these different jobs that we do, or um, I've kind of like, there's sometimes where I've kind of seen dance not as my passion anymore and more as a job. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, you know, it's kind of been hard to kind of navigate through that and like kind of find my fire and my passion for it again um but i think that's basically the only moments where i have felt like sure. that um but for the most part i i i feel like for me to get back on like what i love to do is just remembering why i love it in the first place sure. it Is because right. you know it makes me happy and every time i hear music it just makes me want to move and so um I don't really focus on too much, like on the fame or anything, because I I feel like that's how do you put it? It's oh, not, that's I not really say, I'm not trying to say. No, it's it's just not something that I want to like put my energy into. You know, like right. I it, I totally appreciate yeah. it, and and um, I'm so thankful for like all the love and support that I receive. But it's not the yeah. it's not the thing that like
0: Tries,
2: you. you know? were you were yeah. not trying to get that initially. You no, no, yeah. Yeah. definitely yeah, not. Yeah. So.
3: It was just like it 's a blessing to have it, yeah. but I know that like for me like i 'm the type of person that 's just like okay what 's next? what am I like? Right. What do I want to accomplish next? like what do I want to see myself doing next and so um, yeah, I would say like the that 's pretty much the challenge of like or the negative side of it, it was just more of me trying to keep a strong mentality yeah. and a and be emotionally stable because oh my goodness I would cry I would right. call my dad so many times cuz I would cry to him and be like oh my gosh I'm so stressed I'm so tired <laughs> right. I don't know what I'm doing anymore like like I don't even know if I love to dance. And he'd be like, okay, no, that's that's not what it is. He's just saying, like, you're just burnt out. You're exhausted because you've yeah. been doing so much, you know. Um, and so he would pray for me, like, every time. Oh, I love my dad. He's, he's just I love like my dad, too. Yeah.
4: To yeah. I you, man. <laughs> Come no, through. And I, I think for my, my husband, it's like, like she said, like she could always call him, like whenever she was, like she said, she would feel burnt out at times or not motivated, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because because of everything that's happening especially like with social media nowadays you know what i mean like sometimes you try to compare yourself yeah you have these haters or you compare yourself to other people around you you know and it's like and so she would always call my um my husband her dad and then you know just like kind of pour her heart on you know like what she's going through what she's struggling and i think my husband he gets it because he's a creative himself like he loves to draw he's like that's his first love is art and so of course he's he knows um He's also involved with, like, music and then video. And so, like, he understands her frustrations because he goes through that, too. So it's, it's so awesome for him to, like, speak into her life, you know, when she is feeling, like, these different moments or challenges. And so it, it's it's it's. I'm just glad that she's able to have someone to talk to. Because for me, like, if she would tell me that stuff, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm tough love, you know. What I mean? yeah. like, yeah. Suck it suck up. It <laughs> up. <laughs> like, suck it up. That's why I we love moved here. To <laughs> <you>. <laughs> my dad. Hey, shout out to props. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> i mean, nice. like, well, that's why we, uh, we moved here. You know, you just have to deal with it. You know, like, and, then, right. and so it's, it's 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 so funny, like how when it comes to her, like right. she knows who to go to. Like her dad knows how to talk her out of her mind. For sure. Because a lot of it is like her mind just sure. Getting um all these these things in
2: there, so mm-hmm. really quickly um, to our viewers, if you 're hearing like this loud noise or our listeners <laughs> you 're hearing this loud noise, we are in the studio at the lab, and so uh, they 're doing construction i don 't know if it's construction or if people are dancing the bases is are that crazy <laughs> but <laughs> apologize for the noise, but um, okay well uh, i we really appreciate. Um, the story that you guys shared with us, obviously, your guys' journey has been extremely eventful. A lot of highs, a lot of lows. Um, mm-hmm. Sounds like you guys are in the highs right now, which you know we're we're extremely happy for you guys. Thank you. Um, Very inspiring story. Um, as always, we like to give our guests an opportunity to share. Um, you know, after hearing your story, when it's all said and done, if there's a message that you wanted them to to pull from your story, from your experiences that you shared here today. Uh, what would that message be and Jean we'd like to give you that first opportunity to share you know whether whether no matter what it is uh share with our people uh what you'd like to get the, from your story
4: Oh sure, thank you um I think for me as a Samoan parent, you know coming from my parents um moving to Hawaii to give us a better life and then you know being born in Hawaii and raised there and and just being around the Samoan culture and understanding like um, my upbringing. I think for Polynesian parents, it's like it's really important to really see what your child is passionate about, and and really finding ways um, to help guide them into that. Because I think you know, for us, like especially my mom and dad, you know, they've come from a strict Samoan household, and so I remember when Sienna was starting to dance, and we would put her in these classes, and then of course she got we got heavily involved with the studio, and then they would do all these events or or different. Um, gigs and i remember like sienna having to miss out on a lot of family functions you know because she would be busy dancing either at the studio or rehearsing or and i just remember my mom like typical someone you know parent like she like hey you know where's sienna how come <laughs> she's she not here? here you know she needs <laughs> to be here the family's here and i'm like mom sorry she has rehearsals you know, and 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 then she would always get on my case, like you know, why is she dancing? This is not gonna feed her, you know, like um, that's a dead end, you know, uh, a thing for her to do. You know, she she needs to just focus on school and and get get smart and 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 have a degree and you know this and that. And then I just remember having these endless conversations every time when we have like these big family functions and she couldn't be there because she was busy dancing, you know. And and then I just remember when she did come, like those rare moments, like everybody would be shocked, like, whoa, (laughs) Sienna's here! What? You don't have practice today, you know? And so. But I just remember like always arguing with my mom and I used to tell my mom like okay you know like cuz I know like she raised us you know to always focus on school and and really do our best and 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 have a, that great education and and so I, and I could understand my mom's heart at that time for for us and so but and I think as I started growing up and I realized like you know as you grow up as a as a Polynesian parent like you 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 take things that that you've seen your parents do to you and then you try to kind of, you know, uh, mold it to like your own kids, sure. you know. And so, especially with this generation, as kids grow up in the social media world, you know, and then, and, and and seeing how she was so passionate about dance at a young age, like me and my husband couldn't help but to help her, you know, um, help push her into what she wanted to do. And so, I think for for Polynesian parents, it's like really just listening to your kids and seeing what they're passionate about, and 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 having a, a that. That one-to-one conversation with them to, to really see, like, okay, is this what right. you really want to do? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Is this what you want to do? You know, if so, you know, support it and and, and be um, um, uh, be there for them, you know, throughout the process, right. you know, because that that's gonna help them realize, like, okay, this is for me or this isn't for me, right. you know what right. I mean? But no matter what, like, if, even if it's something that they've done for so many years, and all of a sudden they say, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. It's it's to be like, okay, now like what? And so we've always told Sienna this growing up, like. If you find dancing not to be fun anymore, it's okay to find something else. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's good to find something else and but we realized like it was like she kept wanting to go back and go back and go back and yeah. so we're like, okay, this is whereas my other kids, they all start they actually all started dancing together at a young age, like my other daughters with Sienna. And at one point, my second um, oldest, JD, she was like, she came to us. Because we would always tell all our kids this. Like, if you find something you love, stick to it. If you find out that that's not something you love, you don't want to do anymore, it's okay. Yeah. You know, find something else that you want to do. You know, it's good to try other things. And so my daughter, JD like, was like, okay you know I'd love to dance yeah you know it's just like mom I don't want to do this anymore like she was scared to tell us but we were like it's okay sweetie what all do you right. want to do and all of a sudden it was like oh I want to cheer and we're like Cheer, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, okay that's a whole different world but anyway so but I just want to encourage Polynesian parents like really listen to what your kids want to do because technically as they get older it's their life yeah. they're going to be living it you know and so you just want to be there to support them anyway, um, possible
0: Oh <laughs> that was good. Awesome.
2: Okay, well, we appreciate you, um, and hopefully, again, uh, everything that is shared here, take it how you will. You know, this is just people sharing their experiences with, with sure. us, and so we're grateful for, for that. Mm-hmm. Sienna, we'd like to you know, obviously give you the opportunity as well to, you know, highlight the, the message that you'd like our people to pull from your story.
3: Yeah, I think for me, it's, I would just want to say to everybody that if you have a love or a passion for something, um that you like truly love to do, um, you shouldn't be able to let any like restrictions or like boundaries or even stereotypes like keep you from doing it or pursuing whatever you want to and and whatever you love to do. Because I know for me growing up, like my mom said, like her mom would constantly be like, oh, that's not gonna put food on the table for right. her, you know? And-
2: um, Joke's on you. No, I'm playing. I'm playing grandma. No, I'm playing. I love my grandma though.
3: But you know, growing up too, like I, was always surrounded by like all my cousins were athletes you know and so I always thought like oh the only way I'm going to be successful is if I'm an athlete so I better go start playing volleyball or like (laughs) something you know um or it was I got to do good in school and all my some of my cousins were really really smart and they had good grades I'm like I had I had I had some decent grades but you know not the best sometimes um but that was like so stereotypical and so I felt I felt like you know what no I'm going to prove to these people that like what I love to do is what I love to do and I want to do something big with it. I want to go and make something happen out of it. I don't know what it is. Sure. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but I'm going to do whatever I can to make that happen, you know, for myself. And so for me it was just being like telling people to not let those whoever or even just anything or any restriction or any stereotype, you know, keep you from doing what you love to do because you don't really see a lot of like polynesians you know like mm-hmm. in the dance world or like even just like being being big choreographers or anything i never even expected myself to be at this point either right. but mm-hmm. um, i feel like for me it was like also con consistent hard work you know and for me I eat sleep and breathe dance like I don't there's never a moment where I stop thinking about dance or stop thinking about how I can keep leveling myself or keep elevating my skill or like whatever I can do to just make sure that I become better every single day and so I would say like be consistent at what you do if you really love what you if you really love this something like make sure that you're consistent put a hundred percent into every single thing that you do every single day. Like don't be giving 20% one day and then go back to 50 right. and then back to hundred because then I was saying this, uh, the other day, like your results are just going to be super inconsistent and mm-hmm. you're not going to, you know, you're not going to see Absolutely. yourself doing what you want to do. And then also like just being okay with not seeing your success in so in instant. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like for me, obviously I didn't see it in those first three months. Right. Yeah. Like I was saying and I felt like that just made me stronger and it made me realize like, no, you know what? Even if somebody tells me, no, I'm going to prove to them on why We're they need to say yes. Yeah. 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 Definitely made my drive and my hustle a lot more stronger. So, um, yeah, that would be for me. That would be my message for all you lovely people. out there.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, once again, thank you guys so much for, you know, agreeing to come on and share your story with us. It's definitely resonated with me and I hope the viewers enjoy that as thank well. You. And, um, yeah, we don't want to take up too much more of your yeah. time. So once again, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Go ahead and um, follow us if you haven't. Um, for, you for those guys, of you that are
2: living under a rock, yeah, why don't you go ahead and, <laughs> and share your where, where people can reach you at. Um, sure. Where they can follow you and support your movement.
3: You can see uh, me at my IG at sienna.lalau, S-I-E-N-N-A dot L-A-L-A-U. Uh, same thing on Facebook, uh, Sienna Lalau. I actually got suspended from Twitter, so you can't see me on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. um, it was because New Twitter of the videos, the copyright. New Twitter on the way, we'll see. Um, but yeah, you can follow me over there if you don't right. follow me. Yeah, yeah.
2: If you don't, I mean, yeah, yeah. okay. That's no, okay. <laughs> for another topic. But uh, yeah, we definitely appreciate both of you taking your time out of your day to come and join with us. Um, she definitely embodies uh, what it means to be prolific. Yes, and that's exactly the kind of people that we want to bring onto this to this uh, podcast for you guys is to you know inspire you guys and like Monte said, I pick it back what he said, definitely inspired by your guys' story mom oh, thank, thank, you, so thank you as well for you know spending <laughs> some time with us and uh, yeah we're uh, if you haven't already like Monte said, follow us uh, we are active on all podcast uh, platforms as well so if you have a long drive that you just don't know what to listen to because you listen to the same music over and over again. <laughs> pop on one of our episodes right. man and go to let, work inspire and, and, yeah. yeah exactly let, let our guests inspire you and if, if you do feel so inspired to share some of your experiences with us um, if you feel like uh, an episode or something that one of our guests have said that have really inspired you to, to do something or to Chase not even something, do something yeah. just change something your mentality mm-hmm. even if it's just your mentality share that with us we'd like to share it here on the podcast with you but again as always we can't wait to see you guys next time and until then find ways to be prolific yeah your concrete. You made this Thank you very much. Oh, no, that's fun.